0: Today is deadline day. Optometrists in Ontario, uh, say they are withdrawing services covered by OHIP, uh, because the, the government, the provincial government has not agreed to, uh, reimburse them for procedure costs, not at least to their liking. Here to talk about, it, I'd like to welcome back to the show, Dr. Wes McCann. He's been on the program before, optometrist and a member of the Ontario Association of Optometrists. Uh, Wes, I think we spoke, it, it would have to be under a month ago about, Uh, the plight of optometrists and how you're just trying to recoup some of uh, the money that is not covered by OHIP that you think should be. Um, Can you give us a little bit of a background on exactly why you uh, are planning to withdraw uh, services covered as of today by OHIP?
1: Absolutely. Thanks again for having me back on the show, Kelly. Um, So the the issue we're having with uh, the government right now is uh, a chronic neglect of optometric services and reimbursement over the last uh, three decades. So, if you look back to 1989, um, uh, optometrists were compensated $39 for for an eye exam, and that was uh, over 30 years ago. Today, um, they cover $44 for an exam. Now, inflation has gone up an incredible amount over 80, almost 80% in that in that period of time, and cost of living has gone up. <coughs> Equipment costs, our scope of practice has expanded there's lots of things that have changed that have um, caused our cost of delivery to increase as well. So the cost for us to deliver an eye exam today in 2021 uh, is in and around the $80 mark. And when the government only pays $44 towards that exam, it puts us in a deficit for every single patient that we see. And that's not the the optometrist receiving any compensation whatsoever. That's just overhead costs. Staff with rent equipment etc so we're asking the government to uh, commit to at a minimum covering our cost of delivery so we're kind of at a stalemate with them because they're, uh, they're just not listening to concerns and to uh, the facts that are out there. And, and there's a lot of misinformation that's coming from uh, the Ministry of Health as well. Um, many people, many of my patients thought that we had a settlement that was reached because they, they saw the government's press release about the thirty one, sorry, $39, uh, $39 million payment. Uh, and while that sounds like a lot of money, uh, when you break it out and it's a one-time payment, this isn't an ongoing amount, it was a one-time payment to optometrists to reconcile the past uh, underfunding. And, and what that works out to is less than a quarter of the funding deficit that we have for one year. So we're, we're asking for a long-term commitment from the government for sustainability of eye care. Uh, so, so that's really what we're asking for is to, at a minimum, cover our costs. And, and the government uh, is coming nowhere close to that right now.
0: Okay, so you want full coverage for the so, cost yeah, of so the eye exam to you guys.
1: Right. So I think it's a very reasonable ask. And and our patients are behind us 100% as well. We've had overwhelming support that we're asking for, at a minimum, for us Mm -hmm. to sit down at the table to to cover our cost of delivery. Right. Uh, Because the
0: understanding is that OHIP covers certain uh, procedures, and this is one that they cover, but they don't fully cover it. So it's kind of misleading.
1: Exactly. Like we, we provide over 4 million eye care services every year uh, to patients. And and the government recently in their, what they quote as a reasonable offer on the table is an increase of, of 8%. So that brings our average exam from $44 to $48 or $49. And uh, that's nowhere close to our cost of delivery. And if you look at other provinces across Canada, um, we're the lowest publicly funded eye care province in Canada. If you look to the next lowest. So second from the bottom, the government would need to commit to nearly a 70% increase to get to the second lowest in Canada. 125% to get to the third lowest in Canada. These are big commitments that they need to consider and and they're just turning a complete blind eye and and saying that a reasonable offer is is still around half the cost of delivery.
0: So you brought the government brought in a mediator. You guys tried to work it out over the weekend, didn't work out. Um, what was their, uh, the government's excuse for, or I guess side of why they are not going to cover in full your eye exams?
1: So uh, again, it's interesting. Christine Elliott in the past has said, you know what, we believe that we should not, she believes that we should not have to uh, fund eye care out of, pro- out of pocket, that the government should be funding that. And and the ministry says, well, we need time to research this, et cetera. Well, we, we reached out to them in December of 2020 to have a, a conversation about this. And they ignored us. The first meeting they set up with us was August 5th, um, eight months after our initial reach out. And we reached out multiple times, and it was radio silence. And so, so they were ignoring us until the 11th hour and at the 11th hour they decide to come to us and say we need more time to think about this we need more time to do more investigation Mm -hmm. well back in december we also reached out to them and said we'd like to co-author a chair study with you to find out what our cost of delivery is and they ignored that request they didn't even get back to us on that we funded our own cost of delivery chair study by a a tertiary party that was uh totally arm's length from us uh, and uh, and they determine what our cost of delivery is. And if you look at the other provinces, like there's lots of evidence that's out there as to why the government needs to invest in eye care to preserve and to protect Ontarians in the future. Is
0: there any kind of reason that you can point to uh, on why they lowballed the cost of your delivery? Uh,
1: they are they don't don't not factoring in something? They just don't value eye care in Ontario. I don't think they understand uh, or are willing to to commit to. Uh, to what eye care needs in Ontario I, I think they just don't understand uh, the issue and I, I mean it it really baffles us because we have overwhelming support from patients they've received combined between petitions and uh, and uh, and letters to the ministry uh, letters to MPPs they've received mm-hmm. over like close close to almost a third of a million people reaching out and combined between those petitions and the, and, and the letters and and they've just turned a blind eye and and we are baffled by it because there's public available information. Uh, and it's on websites for all the different ministries across the, the country. There's public information as to what reimbursement is across the country. Um, our chair study, like there's so many facts that are on our side and and they constantly throw out misinformation and information about, oh, we'll pay you $39, $39 million as a one-time payment. We're looking at 8% increase. and And again, just ignoring the facts. So we're baffled by it. Our patients are baffled by it. We just don't understand where the ministry is coming from or why they can't commit to, cost of delivery.
0: I don't want to run out of time with you, Wes, so I've got to get to a yeah. couple of things before we run out of time, because we are at a clock sure. here. Um, first of all, who's affected by this?
1: Uh, so seniors, children, and anyone between the ages of 19 and 65 that uh, have an OHIP insurable condition, so diabetes, glaucoma, cataracts, those types of patients are affected by that, and, and as of today, um, they won't have access to eye care from uh, any optometrist in, in Ontario.
0: Wow. I've heard it estimated at something like 25,000 appointments could be canceled in a day. They're going to be waiting lists. How are you guys going to accommodate? Because you are trying to accommodate your clients. How will you be doing that?
1: So, yeah, you're exactly right. Nearly 25,000 appointments are being cancelled daily. And, um, and for ocular emergencies, we're, we're trying to uh, uh, educate our patients. Please reach out to us and we will uh, find appropriate care for you. Uh, but uh, at this time, uh, yeah, uh, 25,000 appointments are being cancelled daily and, and being redirected to, uh, to other options for, uh, for managing those urgent care issues.
0: Wes, what does that look like, finding appropriate care? You mean in the hospital?
1: So it depends. Uh, it depends on the uh, area that you're in. Uh, there's different uh, in some remote places. Uh, optometrists are the go-to for for most things. And so we, we're figuring out the ways. And again, each individual clinic in area of Ontario will be different. But some areas, yes, in in London, for instance, where we are, uh, urgent care would be uh, a redirection point uh, for for those urgent care uh, and in uh, emergencies. So, in
0: 20 uh, seconds or less, because I I really am. My newsroom's going to kill me in a second for <laughs> running <laughs> no late problem. again. Um, I, uh, are you shocked that you have come to this deadline and you had to withdraw appointments?
1: We're baffled by it, and our patients are baffled by it. And again, we have overwhelming support. Uh, we are asking our patients still to go to saveicare.ca to send a letter to their MPP and uh, to the Minister of Health, as well as uh, Doug Ford, uh, or to call your MPP. Tell your MPP how much this frustrates you and how you're baffled by we're in the situation that you're in, that we're all in, and and redirect your your frustration to the Ministry of Health because uh, they need to fix this problem and, and sit down at the table. We're sitting at an empty negotiating table, and we have been for the last 30 years, and we really need our patients' uh, support to contact uh, the, uh, the provincial uh, government to their MVP. Got to leave
0: it at that, Wes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time.
1: No problem. Thanks, Kelly. Enjoy the rest of your day.